Hey everybody, Gavin, John F. and I got together to talk about the Lemonheads, and afterwards we talked about double records, long records. How do we feel about them? I was thinking about this, this like, uh, my friends and I are, like, who are inspired, all my old friends, um, who love all this old weird music. Did you grow up in Boston? Did you, like, No, you I, this... I didn't. I grew up in, um, in, like, the Bay Area in California. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah, but, um, we're gonna do, like, a deprogrammed in our backyard, like, and do the clash, and just have, like, a barbecue, and have people over, and everybody brings our lists, and, like, and I come? Really <laughs> and, like, play the clash, like, in the backyard, you know? <laughs> But I was thinking, so while I was thinking about that, I was thinking about, it'd be fun to just focus on Sandinista because it's such a maligned album and it has like fucking, I don't know, whatever, 40 songs on it or yeah. something like that. And like, 32 or something. Yeah. It's such a divisive record for the clash. Oh, I love it so much. To, to just pick Sandinista and try to come up with like a single great record off that, off that list of songs. You, you're you gonna know. have to invite me now. Like I'm gonna have to be. Yeah, there. right. Because because there's so many wild cards. I love that record or... so much. It's uh, that might be like London Calling is like a top five record all time for me. But Sandinista is right there as well. Yeah, like I, like once once a year, twice a year, I just sit down and listen to it front That's to back. Great. It's so yeah. interesting. It's so yeah. interesting. And there's so much like real trash on there. I don't know if you can call it trash. There's so many missed experiments on there like misfires and then so many gems that are like oh, hidden yeah, it's amazing. Just like, oh my god so that would be kind of fun to see if we could come up with like the perfect uh single album what sandinista could have been or sure. i don't know That'd sure i had a my friend bob uh you did uh, murder city devils with john mm-hmm. he once he used to forever give me crap about how long melancholy and Inf- infinite sadness was and first of all <laughs> sir you are wrong you're incorrect but uh he, he approached me with because like i was like well what the hell songs do you cut like i i don't i don't understand this this doesn't make sense to me and he then presented me with like i think it was a 13 song list i'm like no <laughs> i mean <laughs> That doesn't work. I mean, especially now. But um dude, that sounds like a blast. Like the idea of of trimming it to something that is a little bit more palatable, I guess would be the word. Yeah, I think you'd have to pick the number of of yeah. song. Well, I guess you could do ten. Like you normally do. Yeah. <laughs> you that could. Weren't you, Gavin, weren't you signed up for Minutemen, too? Aren't we going to do Minutemen? I don't know if I'm signed up for the Minutemen, but I would rock the Minutemen. Yeah, yeah. I think we... I think I remember you had signed up for that one. I'll have to take that a peek. Uh, on the topic of of double albums and, uh, and songs, or albums with like lots and lots of songs, can you think of other ones that, that could benefit from being trimmed down? Ooh. Other records? Yeah, other other double records. Uh, well, uh, the one that comes to mind for me immediately is Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me by The Cure. Mm. I was a big Cure fan, and I fucking hate that record. <laughs> and everybody loves it, and that record's mostly a bunch of shit. But I think you could pull, you could make like a decent EP out of that record. That would be a fun record for me to trim. What about you, John? Let me think about this one, man. Um... 
Well, I guess while you're thinking, like, what are your thoughts yeah. generally speaking about a double record? Like, d- does that excite you usually, or or does it turn you off? Well, I mean, you know, the the reputation is that they're you know bloated and kind of overwrought, and the result of like ego overrunning, you know, everything. And like by the time someone gets to that thing, you know, like they they don't have anyone around them to tell them like, no, you you should cut these songs, like the the Foo Fighters one where it's the half electric, half acoustic oh, one. Yeah. Like there's so much filler on that record. Like, um, but a lot of the stuff, like, you know, the, some of the longer records, especially, you know, it was, it was really the CD era, you know, in the starting in kind of the mid nineties where all of a sudden, instead of, you know, 44 minutes on an LP, you could have 80 minutes on a CD. So you had these kind of albums that would go on for, for, just ever um uh, it's hard to think of one off the top of my head i mean i you know i can talk about i'm thinking about you know pearl jam obviously because i talk about them every week on the other show um but they never really did that they never really fell you know victim to that we're gonna do a double record like thing like they were they were smart and had people around them um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, Double Nickels on the Dime is like a fucking Ooh. the Minutemen double record where every that, song is a yeah. killer, dude. That and Zen Arcade, like, too. Like, Zen Arcade is like one of my top five. Long. It's like there's a yeah. hundred great songs on that record. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely cannot get rid of anything off of there. Yeah, yeah that's an incredible double album. Yeah. So l- let me ask you this uh, before we move on to another topic. Um, what is the magic number on a record? Do you think it exists? No, I think it's more time. I think, you know, if you if you can stick to that 40 to 45 minutes, that kind of LP length, I think that's kind of the the golden, you know, the golden ratio of, of songs. And, you know, it depends on the band, you know, like once you get to a certain point, someone like, you know, someone like Radiohead, someone like uh, the Smashing Pumpkins in the mid '90s, someone like Pearl Jam in the mid to late '90s. Like, give us all the songs, man, because you're they're at, they're at such a peak. Like, when when that band hits that peak and they've got it going, then it feels like they can do no wrong. You know, let me hear all of that stuff. <laughs> you know, but once you get past that point, then you you it starts to get like watered down a little bit, and then you have to be like, oh, okay. Like we're, we've we've kind of jumped the shark here a little bit. Jumping sharks, indeed. Don't jump the shark. Don't cut the records. Let's accept the double records. You know, that's what I'm saying. Hey, if you'd like to hear the rest of that conversation, it's after the fact number one eighteen. You can get that at Patreon.com/slash. Oh, hi, Justin. Pledge a dollar gets you in the door. Gets you all the after the facts. Gets you do program for before the rest of the world. All sorts of other perks. Uh, also, if you'd like to hear our conversation on the Lemonheads, it will be the next one on this feed. So just go forward one episode and push play.